Hey y'all, welcome to Solid Saturdays, where we take a moment to have a casual conversation that flows from the heart of God. Listen, I get it, it's Saturday, it's the weekend. And you're probably in your bed, you're probably running errands, or you're preparing to spend time with your loved ones. But since you are listening, I want you to sit at the edge of your seat and get ready to be inspired. Are y'all ready? All right, let's go. Okay, so y'all already know that I am in these dating streets. I am in these dating streets and it is very, very interesting. But that's a whole nother topic. But I'm out here just meeting a whole bunch of interesting people. And truly, this is really an experience. But one of the ways that I'm meeting people is a way that most people are ashamed to admit There's even a commercial that was out a few years ago that implies the shame behind this dating method. And that method is online dating. Yes, babies, I'm online. And quite frankly, I'm not ashamed about it. I'm frustrated, but I'm not ashamed. But let's just think about this. Why are people ashamed of online dating? Times have changed and so has the method of meeting people. So why not utilize this option that's readily available for you? I've heard several success stories. I'm not one of them, (laughs) but I heard several of these success stories. So I'm remaining open to the process. Sometimes being overly deep can cause you to miss out on God's provision, or it can cause you to miss out on an answered prayer. So yes, I utilize online dating and I am trusting Holy Spirit as I go through the process. And let me tell y'all something. When Paul talks about this flesh and this spirit warring together, listen, it's a real thing out in these streets. I can come across a man that is fine, fine, but he's not quite what I'm looking for spiritually. And I'd be like, okay, God, now you can do anything. (laughs) Let me stop. But he can't do anything. But listen, we don't need to lower our standards or what we need in life just because we are satisfied visually. The man got to have some substance, y'all, okay? But it can be a struggle at times. But I remain anchored in God and I remain led by Holy Spirit because he's never led me wrong before. So my trust is in him. So during this process, I've had the opportunity to meet all types of men. And this one particular day, this man reached out to me and he mentioned during our conversation, he mentioned that he was on Christian Mingle at one point in his dating journey. So we introduce ourselves and then he asked me, would I date an atheist? Now, gullible me, I thought he was asking me that to see where I stand spiritually, because this is how I'm thinking. If you're going to ask the question, that has to be the answer to that question. Like you want to see where I am spiritually to see if we align, to see if we are equally yoked, aka on the same page. So I answered, absolutely not. And I went into detail as to why I would not date an atheist. And I gave him scriptures and everything, y'all. And then I bounced the question back to him because I wanted to know and see if we were spiritually aligned. That's my reason for asking, because that matters to me. And to my surprise, this man said, yes, he would date an atheist. So I'm just like, what in the world just happened here? How can you date an atheist? Why would you date an atheist if you guys are not on the same page spiritually? Because for me, when I get with the person, I want to be aligned spiritually, emotionally, physically. I want to be aligned in all the ways. Now, I understand 
that the person is not going to be perfect. But at the same time, if I have knowledge of a certain thing, I want to make sure that it's in alignment of my values, my morals, my beliefs. So before I could even respond with my surprise response, he responded to me and said that he was an atheist. Now, this makes sense. <laughs> but at the same time, I was really confused at this point because it's very clear on my page that I'm a devout Christian and I'm heavy in ministry. So I couldn't understand why would an atheist reach out to me? I didn't reach out to him. He reached out to me. So I'm just like, what the, what is going on? <laughs> so my first thought was to completely delete this conversation because I'm thinking any more investment in this conversation would be a waste of time. And I'm not about that life, y'all. I don't know about you, but I'm not. But then I slowed down and I realized that this could be a ministry moment. Mm -hmm. It was very odd to me that he still reached out to me knowing that I was a Christian. And this is another thing that I realized. It's human nature for us to quickly jump out of situations, especially uncomfortable ones, when we find out it is no longer of a benefit to us. But y'all, that's not the mind of Christ. I know that's hard, but it's not the mind of Christ. It didn't hurt me to slow down and talk to this man. He wasn't threatening me. He wasn't doing anything out of the ordinary. I wasn't in danger. He was actually very, very nice. All he was looking for was love. And I had the answer to that. I had the real answer. I had the opportunity to share with him the most amazing thing that has ever happened to me. However, I find that many people miss these sweet moments of opportunity because it's not what we thought or it didn't happen how we thought it would happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is hard, y'all. But this is going to shift your thinking. And I'm just excited because as your thinking shifts, I can see the body of Christ going out more, making themselves more available to people that don't look like and don't think like them. That's what we're here for, to be lights in the darkness. When asking for God opportunities, I want to ask you, what are you really looking for? I mean, really, what are you really looking for? And this is not to bring any condemnation on any of you guys, but I want you to think about when you ask for God-given opportunities or God opportunities to share the gospel, how do you visualize that? Because maybe you need to break that visual. You need to break that vision so that you can adopt God's true vision. How would you define or describe a God opportunity? Really think about that. This ain't all a hypothetical question. We're breaking mindsets here. You know, we hear it all the time in church. Oh, we're going to break mindsets. We're going to break cycles. Well, this is how you break cycles. You identify the root. You pull down the strongholds. Why are you thinking like that? How do you see things? And you own it and then you change it. It's amazing because if we're honest with ourselves, God opportunities in our eyes can be based on our own preferences. And Paul tells us in Philippians, he says, let this mind be in us, which is also in Christ Jesus. And another version says that we ought to have the same attitude as Christ. I want to ask y'all, do you have the same attitude as Christ? Or do you strive to have the same attitude as Christ? Romans tells us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So while we were intentionally sinning, before we came to the knowledge of God, like this atheist, Christ made a choice to die for us. I want to ask you, what's your choice? Because your choice 
will lead to how others see Christ in you. Your choice will lead to how others feel the love of God in you. Mm, that's deep, y'all. How are you intentionally sharing the love of God with others who don't look like you? How do you do that with those who don't believe what you believe? So going back to my story, this guy and I continue conversation and I got to tell y'all that since then I have been challenged to extend myself to those whom I wouldn't normally hang out with. Now, listen, I'm telling you this. I just don't go up to random people and say, hey, let's hang out. <laughs> Absolutely not. First of all, that's not even in my personality. Secondly, that's not safe, okay? <laughs> but what has been happening to me is actually supernatural. People will meet me wherever I may be, and they want to spend time with me. And I give them that. I give them time. And during that time, they open up about their lives and I tell them what God can do for them. And it's not me breaking open the Bible. We're having conversation. I'm creating a safe space for them so that they can share that. I'm showing them the love of God. I'm being obedient to Holy Spirit. That's the biggest thing that you can do is just be obedient to Holy Spirit. Don't second guess what Holy Spirit tells you to do in a God moment. Because if it's a God moment, it's not going to be impactful unless you are obedient. Be obedient to Holy Spirit. And that's the biggest thing that I do is just be obedient to Holy Spirit. And that opens up the way for Holy Spirit to minister and be just what they need. God has you in a particular situation so that you can be what somebody else needs. That's why different things can't benefit you all the time. I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to benefit you because you are obedient to God. But you can't have that as the driving force. Like, how is this going to benefit me? No, you got to be there for other people because God is going to use you for them. It's going to be of their benefit. So it is going to be uncomfortable because actually it's uncomfortable for me still, right? <laughs> because I don't really know you like that. But the peace that is experienced after when I meet with a person, when I have lunch with a person, dinner with a person, the peace that is experienced after that is inexplicable because I leave knowing that there were seeds planted in their lives and good seeds and that they were able to see Jesus in me. This is what we are called to do, y'all, to follow the example of Jesus, not just read about it. You got to follow it. People met him wherever he may have been, and he was present with them. Who are you being present with? That uncomfortable situation, are you being present with the people that God has allowed to come to your sphere of influence? Are you being present with them? Or are you trying to figure out how they can benefit you? Because when you have that mindset, at the end of the day, you're not going to find any benefit in that anyway, because you have the wrong mindset. We want to live impactful lives. So we got to extend ourselves a little bit. If I can leave you with anything today, it would be to have and keep the same attitude as Christ. Strive for that. And the same attitude as Christ will break you out of your tradition. It will break you out of any religion. And what I mean by religion is sometimes we can just be very routine in what we do. But God is an out-of-the-box God. And I want to move in that way, just out of the box. 
And once you start doing this and adopt that attitude as Christ, the same attitude as Christ, it will break you into living a life of impact. So let's go ahead and pray because I believe that that will happen for you just as it's happened for me. So Father, we thank you. We honor you. We glorify you. We give you all glory, honor, and praise for you are the one and only true God. So Father, I pray right now for everybody under the sound of my voice. I pray that they were able to hear your voice through this podcast episode, that they were able to be transformed, God, as they were listening, that you were speaking to their hearts, Father. I pray that you would open up their eyes, expand their vision so that they can be the vessels that you want them to be, so that they can seize every God-given opportunity, Father, for your glory. May people see you through our lives, God. Glorify yourself through us. I pray that you strengthen every under the sound of my voice to move forward in your will, Father, in the name of Jesus. And Father, I plead the blood of Jesus over them right now in Jesus' name, God, keeping them from any danger, seen and unseen, and keeping them from all distractions, Father. May they remain focused on you, Father. May you continue, God, to move in them, develop them, God. May the fruit of your spirit be present in their life, Father, in the name of Jesus. Have your way in their lives, God. And I thank Thank you for the revival that's not only going to happen in their lives, but also in the lives of those that they touch. Father, thank you for the awakening that's happening in the body of Christ. And I just pray that you would get all the glory, honor, and praise. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listen, y'all, I believe that you were inspired. I believe that you heard the message and that God spoke to your heart. Because we serve such a faithful God, such a loving God, I know that he's restoring you. And that also gives me confidence that you did receive this message and this prayer. So you know what that means. I have no doubt that you will surely have a solid Saturday. See you all next time.